0: Welcome to the No BS Mama podcast. I'm your host, Megan. I'm married with three kids and found myself stressed, overwhelmed, and lost in motherhood before I gave up the idea of perfection and remembered that my needs are important too. If you're looking for a mom friend who drops F-bombs, loves road trips, and will always hype you up, then I'm your girl. I want to cut through the bullshit and have real conversations about all things mom life. I definitely don't have all the answers, but I am here for you, girl. And I'm bringing in some experts and other moms to help us out too. We know there's no one-size-fits-all solution, so make sure you take what serves you and leave what doesn't. So go ahead and grab that coffee, that glass of wine, or whatever floats your boat, and go hide from those kids while we dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome back to the No BS Mama podcast. As always, I am thrilled to have you here. Um, full disclosure, this is my third attempt at recording this episode for you all. Um, I had this idea to kind of share my full journey of, um, like body image and like what I thought was fitness, but was really restrictive eating and, um, diet culture and like all of these things. But the reality is that is like, an almost two decade long story, and I wasn't sure like what to cut out because I don't know what's gonna resonate more with um, you, and this is for you and not for me. So um, I recorded that twice, and it was so long, I was like, okay, I'll just release it in two separate episodes. Um, But again, I still wasn't quite happy with it, so this is my third attempt, and hopefully this is what we stick with. Um, But the point of me wanting to share my journey with you is so that um, you kind of know where I'm coming from when I talk about things like wellness and body image and all of those types of things. Um, And so instead of sharing my full journey with you, just know that, well, unless you want me to. So if you are listening to this and you get to the end and you're like, man, I really wish you would have went into this specific thing a little bit more, let me know and I'll do an episode on it for you. Um, really the goal behind sharing my story with you is, um, so that, you know, where I'm coming from. Right. And I mentioned a couple episodes ago when I was talking about like starting this, um, beach body program that I first started back in, Um, the pandemic and never finished and kept going back to and not getting past the first workout Um, and working with a nutritionist to help with some possible thyroid concerns and cutting out certain food groups to see if that might help Um, In doing all of those things. It brought up a lot of um, anxiety, honestly, for me because I have spent a lot of time kind of unlearning all of the diet culture messages um and just know that i have been in a place where i was severely unhappy with my body um i felt like it was out of my control like there was nothing i could do about it i just had to live in this um form that i was uncomfortable with Um, I have been in places where I restricted a ton, uh, whether it was in my calorie intake or, um, the kinds of foods that I allowed myself to eat or, um, you know, over exercising to compensate for the number of calories that were consumed that day, all of those types of things. I have a history of that and I've been through that. So, um, That's kind of why I'm in this place of like, oh, am I doing the right thing or am I heading back down that road, right? And I'm choosing to live by the advice that was shared by um, Emma Murphy in an interview early on, and I'm gonna link that in the show notes. But basically, the advice that she shares is, what is the nourishing choice? So in the moment, kind of living more intuitively, whether it's related to um, the movement that I'm getting ready to do for the day or um, when I'm presented with a food option, (sighs) getting to know yourself and becoming self-aware enough to know what is going to nourish your full person. It, It goes beyond just is it nourishing your body by providing, like, the right nutrients and, you know, all of that stuff? That stuff is important. Um, but also, is it nourishing to your soul? Is it nourishing to your recovery? Is it nourishing to your mental health? Right? Same with exercise. Um, sometimes the nourishing choice is to go push yourself harder in the gym. Lift heavier. Go faster. You know, whatever. Whatever. Um, sometimes the nourishing choice is to go for a walk instead and sometimes the nourishing choice is to stretch while you watch TV and go to bed, right? Um, And getting to a place where you can honestly answer that question is something that I am still working on but getting a lot better at. And so I wanted to share that with you because it used to be that things were either like good or bad Um, I could eat it or I couldn't, or I was going to go work out for an hour and kill myself doing it or not work out at all because it wasn't worth, you know, the time, um, all of those things. And I'm getting to a place now where I ask myself the question, what is honestly going to be better for you? And I'm going to give you a couple examples actually that are just from yesterday because We are at the time of recording this, we are getting ready to leave for spring break in our camper, and we haven't booked anything yet. (laughs) So it is Wednesday, we leave on Friday, and we still don't know where we're staying. Um, and that's just kind of how we roll, but so that's like a little bit anxiety inducing. Um, but then also, I have like as always, but especially before vacation, I don't know if you're like this, but I have like this endless to-do list of things that honestly must get done before I leave um, or I'm going to have to do like work things especially. I'm going to have to do them while I'm on vacation with my family and I really am trying to avoid that, right? So I'm really trying to get all of these things done and I'm up against the clock and um, I'm in this state of like heightened anxiety more so than normal. And I'm also PMSing. I'm also due for my period on the same day that we're supposed to leave for this camping trip, which is super fun for me. Um, Please feel bad for me. (laughs) Not excited about that in the least, but whatever. It could be worse. Um, But Let's start with the movement. I have shared with you that I committed to this program. I purchased it in 2020 during the pandemic. And I was like, okay, this is it. This is the thing that's going to get me out of my funk. I'm going to do this with my, my group. Um, and it took me two weeks to do one week worth of workouts. And, um, and I skipped one <laughs> altogether. And I never finished it. And I went back to it a couple times to try again, and I never got past the first workout. And that was because I was just so sore afterwards, right? And if, you, um, if you're familiar with Body and you're familiar with the program, you, you might know, like you might resonate, but... Um, Basically, I thought that like it was the wrong program for me or I was too out of shape or whatever, but what I'm learning now is that it, it is correlated to um, this potential thyroid issue and the potential um, gluten allergy. Like that um, symptom of like being overly sore is a symptom of this other thing that I'm experiencing, and I didn't realize that at first, right? And so I finally am in a place mentally and physically where I'm not so like beat up physically after a workout um, so that I can continue without being so sore, but also mentally where I have recognized that I do need to follow a program or time will escape me and I won't move my body at all. And what I know about myself now is that if I go too many days without moving my body, this energy builds up inside of me. And it manifests in the form of anxiety or depression or other things, right? And um, that's not good for me. So, what is good for me, what is good for me is to commit to something so that I do something most days, Um, but to be, to give myself grace in the sense that um, it doesn't have to be perfect. Right. And so for this program, it is only three weeks. And I was like, OK, Megan, you're going to do this for three weeks. You can do anything for three weeks. You're going to do this for three weeks. Um, you know, I talked about before I, I possibly gave myself like two exercises that I was going to allow myself to skip and then decided I wasn't even going to do that. I was going to go full in on this program. Um, and that's all great. And yesterday I got to a point that um, I had to, the, the program called for this cardio workout and yesterday I was exhausted. Um, I did put the workout off. So that is on me. Maybe if I did it in the morning, things would have been different. Um, but I was noticing that my energy was just low throughout the day. And if I haven't mentioned before, I do wear a Garmin that measures my body battery and I am obsessed with it Um, so essentially it takes like my heart rate and my breathing patterns and all of that into accountability and like the amount of sleep and the quality of sleep and all of that and it tells me like how much my body battery is charged for the day and it is amazingly accurate okay and yesterday I woke up with a low body battery and it just continued to deplete And part of me was like, you said that you were going to do this, even if it was just for the first five minutes um, and then stop. But I decided that the nourishing thing for me to do yesterday was to skip the workout. Um, I went for a walk instead. It was a quick two mile walk around the park, around my neighborhood. And I felt so much better after that. It was a nice It was a beautiful day, the sun was shining, the birds were chirping, um, and I felt so refreshed after that, right? And I woke up this morning, body battery almost fully charged and ready to go, and so today I'm going to tackle that cardio workout and it's gonna be great, right? So, but the other thing that I wanted to also touch on is that, um, I've been working with my girl, Corinne Angelica, and I'm going to link her in the show notes because she is my girl. Um, and learning more about like the phases of our cycle and that like, it's really not sustainable to believe that you can maintain a certain, um, stamina or, um, that you can you can maintain the same kinds of exercises at the same rate all month long. Like our bodies as women are just not designed like that and she has a ton of information on her podcast, Mind Your Hormones, so if you wanna learn more about that, go check her out. Um, but the other thing is that I am in my luteal phase Right before my period, right? Um, and so, this is the time, particularly the couple days leading up to my period and the couple days after I get my period, that I have the least amount of energy. And what that means for me in terms of exercise is that cardio is not specifically the best option <laughs> when it comes to um, working out. And so while I am going to attempt the cardio workout today, and I do believe it's going to be great, it's probably going to be with a lot of modifications. So I'm beyond, you know, getting the most out of like every single rep or, um, getting my heart rate up as high as I can. Like, of course those things are beneficial and, you know, you want to see yourself progress as in like get stronger or get faster or whatever, but there are going to be times that require you or me to modify and that's totally okay and just because you're modifying a workout by the way doesn't mean that it's easier right there's a lot of instances where the modifications are actually a little bit tougher Um, they might not get your heart rate up as high, but maybe you're burning in certain areas a little bit more because you're holding things a little bit longer or a little bit differently. Um, and so modification does not always mean easier, right? It just means, um, you know, again, maybe, maybe your heart rate isn't up as high. Maybe it takes a little bit of the, um, like the, oh my God, what is the word? The impact Jesus It takes the impact out so it's not as hard on your knees or in your body, on your joints, right? And so that's okay too, right? So for me, right now, the nourishing choice is to do what I said I was gonna do, which is to complete the workout, but also to be completely okay with modifying my way all the way through if I have to, if I feel like I need to, right? So paying attention to my body throughout. I feel like I have enough energy today, I don't know if you can tell, I have enough energy today to do the workout, um, but my body might need me to slow things down a little bit, and that's okay too. Um, Because otherwise, what happens, again, go check out Corinne on Mind Your Hormones. What happens is if you overexercise, especially during these phases of the month, you fuck up your hormones, right? And that's... i'll bring her on the podcast at some point to to talk about that but um i I don't want to put an added stress on my body because i'm trying to heal my hormones right now right so um that's just something that i'm being mindful of but um that's so that's my story with the exercise right now that's where i'm at but i'm almost on the program i am on week three and i'm really excited about how it's been going for me so far food hmm Sometimes, you know, I, I come from a place where, like I said in the beginning, like I had like good foods and bad foods, or foods that I was permitted to eat and foods that I was not permitted to eat, or um, you know, counting calories and, and all of that kind of stuff. And that was solely how I made decisions around what I was going to eat for the day or in the moment or whatever. But what I learned from Emma is that sometimes the nourishing choice is to have the birthday cake at your kid's birthday party. Sometimes the nourishing choice is to have a cup of tea instead. Sometimes the nourishing choice is to meet your sister and have a girls night out wine night extravaganza. And sometimes the nourishing choice is to decline the invitation altogether and take your happy ass to bed, right? And these choices are going to differ day by day and throughout the day. So for me to say, like, I'm, you know, watching my alcohol intake right now, so I'm not drinking as much, near as much as I used to, and I'm just not drinking on, like, a regular basis, that doesn't mean, I'm not living a sober life either, right? So that doesn't mean that I can't, have wine or whatever, um, because sometimes, like I said, that is the nourishing choice for me. Um, for me, right now, the the example I want to give you is I mentioned a couple times I'm PMSing, and my I have more of like a salty type of craving. I'd much prefer prefer a um, a savory, salty like appetizer to a dessert every single time, every single time. If I have to pick one, like because of the bill and the expense or whatever, whatever it is, I'm gonna pick the appetizer 100% of the time, right? Um, And so that's what my body craves whenever I'm in this state of um, PMS, coupled with heightened anxiety. And for me, my go-to, please don't judge me, judgment-free zone, okay? My go-to when I'm in this state is ramen noodles of all things I love some ramen noodles when I'm about to get my period and obviously they have gluten in them so I ha- I should be avoiding them right now anyway um but I don't have celiac disease right so I can choose to have gluten if I want to um and so last night I'm laying in bed and I'm tossing and turning and I'm Laying there, and I'm like, you know what? I really want some ramen noodles right now. And I'm si- I'm sitting there, and I'm like, do I really want ramen noodles, or do I not? Do I or don't I? Do I or don't I? And I go back and forth a couple times, and I go as far as to get out of bed and put a pot of water on the stove and turn it on. And I realize it is damn near midnight. And having a bowl of ramen noodles, Megan, is not the nourishing choice for you right now. (laughs) Most likely. It could be, I don't know, because I really feel like I would feel much better if I had this bowl of ramen noodles. So, But I'm pretty sure that this is not what my body actually needs, that I'm having this whole inner dialogue. Like I feel like a crazy person, right? So eventually I'm like, okay, Megan, Go back to bed, turn on your, medica- your medication, your meditation app. And if you're not asleep in the next 20 minutes, then come on out and, and have your ramen noodles. Have two if you want, right? And I go back to bed, I turn on my meditation app, and I was probably asleep within 10 minutes. And there was a version of me that would get out of bed at midnight, one o'clock in the morning and sit down and have a bowl or two of ramen noodles and satisfy that craving. And obviously there's nothing wrong with that, but what happens when I do that is that now I'm wide awake. There's no way I'm going to bed before two o'clock in the morning, right? Um, And because... I'm already tired and my body battery is already drained. I know the nourishing thing, the thing that I really need is a really good night's sleep so that I can be productive as shit tomorrow, so that I can get these things knocked off of my to-do list so that it will help with my anxiety, right? So maybe next time I'll make the choice to eat the ramen noodles, maybe not. But having those like serious pauses To reflect and say, like, is this really what I want or am I acting on some kind of impulse? That can go a really long way in determining, like, again, if it's something that you really want or if you're acting on an impulse or a habit or um, getting ready to do something that just generally is not going to serve you. Right, And I just wanted to kind of bring that conversation to the forefront because I think that, you know, we're heading into the spring, the weather's nicer. Um, and it's really any time of year, any time of year, there's always an excuse or um, you're presented with opportunities to do something or not do something or um, consume something or not. And the reality is that At the end of the day, you have to do what's going to be best for you. And if somebody else in your friend group or your family or whatever has something to say about that, that is a reflection upon them and their insecurities and their issues, right? So don't, if you are making the decision that you're going out with your friends tonight and you don't want to have a drink because you know you're going to feel like shit tomorrow if you do, then pass. Have a mocktail, have, you know, any, have anything else, but you, you might be in a situation where someone's going to say, oh, come on, just one. Oh, come on. Don't you want to have fun tonight? Yes, of course I want to have fun tonight, but I also want to wake up with my kids tomorrow and not feel like a piece of shit and not have a headache and be yelling all day long. Right. Um, and again, that's not always the case. It doesn't always have to be the case if you don't have like a legitimate problem with alcohol alcohol. Um, but just knowing that it's okay to make decisions for yourself based on an internal dialogue that you've had with yourself and really examining those thoughts. For me, it's so that I can get to a place that I'm not having so many of these inner dialogues. I'm able to like trust myself and my instincts more often. Um, that's the place that I'm really reaching to strive to a place where I can just be more mindful and know that if I am thinking something like I want to go have a bowl of ramen noodles that I'm not like self-sabotaging or I'm not acting on like some sort of impulse or something, right? So that's what I'm getting at. And I hope that I hope that you can connect with this message. I don't know. I know that, you know, Moms, sometimes we have, you know, we're not always happy with the way that we look or um, we put so much pressure on ourselves to do things perfectly, whether it's to stick to the diet perfectly or stick to the workout program perfectly. And we have these like all or nothing kind of um, attitudes and it doesn't have to be that way. It gets to be whatever you want it to be. But most importantly, I believe it should be whatever feels the best for you right now and long term because that's the thing what feels good for you right now might not be what's going to be good for you long term and I talked about that in my um, in the episode where I talked about like self-sabotage and self-care and I'll link that episode in the show notes for you too if you're interested Um, but that's really what I'm getting at and it's just to encourage you to start to have this inner dialogue yourself and recognize that You can do things your own way, but it should be something that um, makes you feel good. So not because you feel like you have to, or you should, or it worked for so-and-so or whatever. Um, It should be, it can look however you want it to look. Right? So that is all I have for you today. Until next time. Hey babe. Mom, 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 (laughs) mom. Shit you guys, I gotta go. I really hope you loved today's episode. If you did, it would really mean the world to me if you would share it with a mom like us so she doesn't feel so alone either. And if you're not already in our free Facebook community, girl, what are you waiting for? I promise it just takes two seconds. You don't even have to search for it. Just go ahead and click the link right here in the show notes. Until next time, try to remember to do something that's just for you this week.